it but me. My name is Lisa Hedger. I'm a freelance writer, editor, and journalist in Central Ohio. This is the podcast where we discuss super popular books and offer a different opinion. In the middle of July 2022, that's where we are right now, I thought this would be the perfect time to have a Book Bits episode where I talk a little bit about the favorite books that I've read so far this year and a couple that I have been disappointed with. So I'm going to discuss, I think, probably three books that were published this year in 2022 that were my favorite 2022 books, and then I'll give you a couple that I've really enjoyed this year that were published in other years, and then I'm going to give you a a couple books that that I haven't enjoyed as much. I think this is a a good opportunity to kind of touch base since we're halfway through the year. Now, on to the show. First, before we get underway, if you're listening, maybe on your phone, you've got those three dots the upper right corner, please hit like or subscribe. That really helps me because I helps to have more listeners, right? More people to find out about the podcast. I'm just a, I'm a one woman show here in central Ohio. And the more people who learn about my show, the better. So I would really appreciate it if you subscribe, like, and tell your friends and relatives about this little podcast because we do something a little different. We talk about books that everybody loved and offer a different opinion. Today, I'm going to highlight some books that I've enjoyed this year and and a couple that I haven't enjoyed as much, which which is kind of what this what we do in this show. So the first three books, these are going to be some of my favorite books of 2022 written in 2022. So my only five star that I've given so far that was a 2022 book is The Swimmers by Julie Atsuka. Guys, check this book out. It's a really small book. It delivers a punch. It's not what you're expecting. It's really lovely. So you start out this book and it's all about lap swimming. I used to do a lot of lap swimming. It's one of my favorite forms of exercise. Have not really done it since COVID. But you get all these really funny, lovely, quirky anecdotes about the etiquette of lap swimming. Guys, there's a lot of etiquette with lap swimming. Talking about how, you know, once you're in that pool, the day's problems, the day's worries all dissolve. You are focused on swimming. You're circle swimming. There's etiquette. You can have so many people in a lane. You can't, if you're going to pass somebody, you have to give them a heads up. There is a lot of etiquette. And it's, it's like I said, this is, this part of it is, is fun and kind of quirky and very realistic. But then what happens is a mysterious crack appears at the bottom of the pool and changes everything. And we really get to know one of our central characters. Alice is fighting against dementia. What happens when she's not able to go swim every day? What happens to her? She loses some of her fellowship of her swimmers. 
her life becomes more of a struggle. You've got some past memories when she was in an incarceration camp. And like I said, this is a small book, but it packs an awful lot into it so far for my books that were published in 2022 that I have read. This is my only five star book that I've read from 2022. This, this is really good. I, I really like it. And another one, I gave this one four stars, but it's also a 2022 book. This is The School for Good Mothers by Jasmine Chan. This is a book that's really going to get a discussion going. We're introduced to Frida Liu, who is struggling as a mother and she's not getting any sleep and she's got a little toddler and her husband has just left her for another woman and there are a lot of struggles and she she makes a mistake as a parent which you find out about right away her mistake is she she leaves her child alone and then there she has to take parenting classes there's very 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 serious repercussions for that particular mistake pretty big mistake this is a kind of book where you know you're you don't always love our main character there are going to be times she's going to make decisions you won't always agree with but this is if you want a book about motherhood and to talk about you know the challenges of, of motherhood and expectations and, and things like that this this is a really good one why I'm trying to remember why I didn't elevate it to five stars I I think that there were just a couple little yeah I don't want to get into to why because I don't want to give out a spoiler but there were just a couple little things and there were times that like I said even the main character I, I did find to be a bit of a challenge at times and it's interesting if you look this one up this is described as a dystopian novel. And I didn't really see it as a dystopian novel. I, I did not see it that way at all. But I, I guess I could see how some people did. So if you're picking it up thinking, oh, I really want a dystopian novel, I, I don't really see this as being a true dystopian novel. And I think that's because for a true dystopian novel, I mean something has to have happened, right? Like this society is just kind of set up in, in a different way that has different rules than our current society. But I don't see all of the same characteristics of a dystopian novel. There's certainly some things that kind of lead you in that direction. Like, oh, that's, that's a little different. But usually with a dystopian novel, there must be one main central event that has occurred and and that's not the case here basically what's happening is the society is just kind of tightening up some rules and coming up with some new guidelines right because I do think if somebody in our society if you leave a toddler home alone for a while you are still going to have repercussions you know, it might be different than in this book but uh, you know someone hears a screaming baby they're still going to, to, you know, a baby that's been left alone and there's no parent there. Certainly somebody would, would try to reach out to, to the police to, to help this baby. So, but this is a good, you guys, it's a good discussion book. This is, you want a good book club book. You want one to just really think about things. This, this is it. I, I thought that was, it, it's, 
not really a happy read. I'm going to be very transparent, right? It's a challenging one. Now, my third book that was published in 2022 that I did give a four star to that is a fun book is Yinka, Where Is Your Husband? by Lizzie D'Amelia Blackburn. The reason that this one kind of made my list for a couple of reasons. I had a goal this year to read some more Nigerian authors and this is said Yinka's Nigerian aunties are always praying for her like literally in a big group that like she can find a husband this one was fun this was just kind of one of those if you want something a little lighthearted. this is you know kind of your romantic comedy it was just a a fun fun book and that's kind of my third one that I really enjoyed that was published in 2022. Now my second book that received a five star for me is In Pursuit of Disobedient Women, a memoir of love, rebellion, and family far away. This one was not published in 2022, but it's my second book this year that gets five stars. And I will include the link in the show notes, you guys. It's a really long title, In Pursuit of Disobedient Women, a Memoir of Love, Rebellion, and Family Far Away. So here's what this book is about. As you heard in the long title, it is a memoir. This book is not getting much attention, hasn't gotten much attention at all. It was published some years ago. And it's about Diane, who is a writer and reporter at the New York Times, and she's given this opportunity. She lives with her husband and three children. They live in Brooklyn, and they have an opportunity to move to West Africa, and they say yes. So suddenly, they have their family of five with their three young children. They are in West Africa. She is now juggling the role of the breadwinner and she's writing about women who are navigating and deal dealing with these super extraordinarily difficult circumstances so what I loved about this book is it you're kind of weaving in two separate stories so there's her personal struggle struggles so anyone who is, you know, has been a working mom, anyone who is trying to juggle being a working parent, that really resonated with me. I have been a lifelong journalist. I haven't really worked in the same like peril, dangerous situation as her. I've certainly been in situations that ultimately ended up being dangerous and realized, oh my gosh, wow, what am I, what have I gotten myself into here? But it, she is in a very, very dangerous situation. She, is, you know, is dealing with, you know, her husband who's struggling to get acclimated in this situation as being the the primary parent. She's traveling a ton, and and she is is writing a lot about really dangerous things. She's covering stories like the Boko Haram, that's the teen a teenage girl suicide bombers. And you learn a lot about that. So like I said, you're kind of weaving in two separate stories. And I haven't read a lot of books that do this. They give me, you know, kind of her own personal journey and then the story that she is uncovering. 
there were just a lot of anecdotes. I really enjoyed this story. I really enjoyed how honest I think she is. She really describes how, how difficult it is. And I think anyone who's, who's gone through these, these challenges, you know, with your career, with raising family will resonate with this book. So again, it's a really long title, (laughs) as I said, In Pursuit of Disobedient Women, A Memoir of Love, Rebellion, and Family Far Away by Diane Searcy. Okay. I, like I said, this, I liked that one and that one was, that's one of my favorite ones that I've read this year, but it was not published in 2022. So I want to give that caveat. I do read a lot of backlist books. Like unlike, I know a lot of podcasters, book podcasters really just focus on, on the new releases. I like to read some of those older books. And of course, for the podcast, I'm reading a lot of older books. That was one of my favorites. Another one, this is an older book too. Again, another book that does not get a lot of attention. It's one of those good, you know, kind of overlooked books. It's Someone Knows My Name by Lawrence Hill. It's a tough one to read. This is the toughest one of the five that I have mentioned. This is a tough one. This is historic fiction, highlights a a child who is abducted from Africa and enslaved in South Carolina. So of all the slavery books that I've read, books on, on slavery, this is the only one that I've ever read that starts in Africa, showing you the amazing life that you have with your, surrounded by villages in Africa. This is very difficult to read. I I cannot, yeah, I can't say that enough. It it really is. It's powerful. I'm glad that I read it. This is Someone Knows My Name by Lawrence Hill. Okay. Highly, highly recommend that particular book. I wanted to give just briefly a couple of the books that I haven't loved this year. First one that was published in 2022 is The Christie Affair. The Christie Affair, I actually just did an episode on last week. I will include that link in the show notes. I had not finished it. I still haven't finished it yet. I've I've kind of moved on. I'm trying to decide if I will finish it or not, but I was disappointed. And as I really kind of explained why, this is uh, historic fiction, but it's about the true story of Agatha Christie and when she disappeared for 11 days in 1926, what happened to her? So I think one of my challenges with with this book was I think I went in with the wrong expectations, right? I was thinking it was going to be really, really focused on Agatha Christie. And a lot of it is focused more on, it really becomes focused on her husband's mistress. So there's a lot more. And I think if you know that going into it, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is good, right? And a lot of people are loving this book. I went into it wanting to know more about Agatha Christie's disappearance. And I wasn't particularly seeking out the mistress, but I think it's all about our perception, right? Sometimes it's all about how we go into something. If you think to yourself, oh my gosh, I get the juicy details of 
of Agatha Christie's, you know, husband's mistress, I think that makes it perhaps even a better book. It just wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Second book that I gave two stars to. Well, actually, I haven't given I haven't given an official rating of the Christie Fair because I haven't finished it. But I guess the book that I've given the lowest rating to is a book not written in 2022. This is The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. I read this and discussed this on the podcast. I will include links in the show notes to that particular book. If you have not listened to that episode, please do. My guest, Heidi really explains some problems with this book. It's a Holocaust book and there are many, many, many inaccuracies that she as a Jewish woman finds extraordinarily offensive. So I encourage you to check out that particular episode. We really delve into that book in great detail. There are many, many historical inaccuracies in the book. As I go through my list, you guys, I keep track of my books on Goodreads. I, one thing that I'm a little disappointed in, I guess, for my year so far of reading is, you know, and I, maybe it's not that unexpected, I have a lot of three stars. So many, many, many of my books, I have ranked three stars. I just have two five stars and one two star and then about six Seven, seven four stars, which is pretty good. So I think halfway through, halfway through my year, I'm now trying to think about, you know, what I want to change. I'll be curious to see which books will will make it out as my 2022 books that were published in 22, my favorite books for 2022. And also, I'll also have kind of my just favorite books that I read this year. So I think it's important. I know some people only like to highlight the books that were published that year. I read books from all sorts of years. You guys, I, you know, be especially for the podcast too. I'm rereading a lot of older books. I just reread Gone Girl (laughs) because that big hint for those of you that's going to be coming up this fall that is is one that will be discussed for sure I want to thank you all for listening to this show and as always if you've got that everyone loved it but me book that one book that you read that everyone told you how amazing it was and you thought huh what's the big deal if you've got that book reach out to me at everyone loved it but me.com and let me know what book you'd like me to discuss again thank you so much for your time i hope you have a lovely day and most importantly i hope you get time to read today